and welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I am joined uh, in person by the beat writer for your number 16 Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> That's Susan Miller-Degnan, our uh, Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald, uh, live from the Herald's mobile office in, in Coral Gables. Susan, it's a good thing you're driving this minivan uh, these days because... Uh, it doesn't seem very mini to me. Yeah, it's pretty big. Well, that's my point, is we got a lot of space in here to, uh, <laughs> to record... Uh, outside of here's, the Starbucks in Coral Gables. Here's our high sign. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. Uh, we are quickly approaching the start of college football season. Um, mm-hmm. We are recording uh, Thursday, August 18th. Just wrapped up uh, at morning, early afternoon on campus for practice. Yep. Um, Miami had its first scrimmage on Saturday. We'll have its second scrimmage uh, this coming Saturday. Um, and... Then the season will start a week after that, so we are we're uh, getting really close. Sorry, not a week after that, two weeks after that, um, but we're still getting close. We're we're getting close to at least like thinking about that first game of the year, um, and you know we're getting close because the rankings came out over the last couple weeks. Coaches yeah. poll came out last week. AP poll this week. Miami checks in at number sixteen, uh, one of five ACC teams in the top twenty-five. Um, Sounds about right to me, I think, right? Coaches poll had Miami 17, AP has them 16. Sounds about right, I think. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a very good place to start. Yeah. You don't want to start too high. Yeah. I, 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 they'll be able to climb a little, you know, they'll, they'll play two, assuming they beat Christian Cookman and yeah. Southern Miss, they'll climb up a little bit in time right. for that A&M game, and then... And they play, if they win the A&M game... They'll jump way up. Way up, yeah. So, um... Yeah, I think it's actually a good ranking. Um, I did a story on Monday about uh, Xavier Restrepo's reaction to mm-hmm. the ranking, um, and it was, and and also on uh, Brett McMurphy, who is a kind of a, co- a college expert or whatever analyst, um, and. It, first of all, it, it was really funny because somebody asked Xavier Restrepo. Um, actually, it was Manny Navarro, former Herald person, now with the Athletic, asked him, uh, you know, what he thought of the the uh, the ranking in the AP poll, and he said, "You're also picked to win the Coastal, you know. Is uh-huh. it, do you think it's warranted?" And Restrepo just looked really serious. You know how he never really smiles too much, and he said, "Just ready for the first week, but mm-hmm. no Cookman." So, um, just what Mario would want to hear, um, and then. And then uh, Brett McMurphy was on QAM and said that he voted Miami number four. Yeah. Number four. He thinks they're going to beat Texas A&M. Um, but if they beat Texas A&M, they're going way up. Yeah. Right? Right. That's the whole point of this. Um, I think you want to be ranked. Yeah. You definitely want to be ranked to start the season or preseason. Or yeah. Whatever. I mean, it gets you talked about, obviously. Like, they're going to pick that Miami games on game day because they're a ranked team and very very easy to find your uh, on your, your sports apps very easy to find your team's scores when you're in the top 25 it's a very underrated part of being in the top 25 is you don't have to click the tab to go to ACC you just <laughs> pop up right away on that, that ticker at the top of ESPN.com right. um, so yeah I mean it ultimately doesn't mean that much but obviously people get excited to see where teams are slotted in and just and. generally gives you an idea of the big picture of college football obviously uh, and they're pl- they have two 
and they have two teams. I mean, it's Clemson and Texas A&M. Yeah, two in teams in the six. top six who they play. Yeah. Uh, three top 25 teams on the schedule. They play Pitt in the finale. Pitt is 17 in you, the uh, preseason wow. rankings. Can you imagine the end of the season, David? I mean, like Clemson, a, the next to the last game. Yeah. And then you've got, you've got Pitt coming to UM. Yeah, North Carolina, I think, is down the stretch, too. North Carolina is also wow. receiving votes. And so, then, yeah. yeah, I was actually I was doing our game-by-game game for the uh, our, our preview section, section that right. comes out uh, in a couple of weeks. And, yeah, the schedule early on, it's pretty easy. Um, other than, obviously, A&M, they got three relatively easy non-conference games. I think Duke is, like, the first or second ACC. Like, it's they're, they're going to stack some wins early in the year. They're, they're going to be ranked. They should be ranked for pretty much the entire season with the way the schedule is breaking. Um, and then down the stretch, they'll have a chance to, you know, obviously they'd be Texas A&M. All of a sudden, you're going to the, potentially the end of the season thinking could they make the playoff or whatever. Um, That's going to be a big But it, it'll get tough down the stretch. Um, oh, for sure. So, as I said, uh, five ACC teams ranking at Clemson at number four. North Carolina State at number 13. I kind of – I was a little surprised to see the NC State hype train. Not not to see – I mean, they were – they've been – popping up all over in the preseason yeah, stuff have. so I wasn't surprised that they checked in at 13 in this particular poll but the the whole NC State hype train that is kind of going on is it's been a little a little surprising to me but we'll see obviously you know and Miami doesn't play them Miami so. does not play right. them after playing them last year right. Miami's at 16 Pitt 17 Wake Forest uh, who won the Atlantic Division last year is number 22 but of course North Carolina they're, also receiving votes uh, yeah, Sam Hartman, their quarterback, yeah. injured. So, right. um, so you know, there's He's out. the ACC's got. Uh, I think you know all five of those teams. Uh, obviously, we'll see what Wake looks like without without Sam Hartman. Um, are good, right? Like, I mean, I, again, I, I'm. Yeah. We know Pitt I is good. So. We, they, they lost a of lot. Of course, yeah, they lost, their quarterback, they lost their quarterback. They lost their top receiver. But they've got a lot back as well, and they've, they've recruit. They always recruit well and reload well. Um, Clemson feels like a lot will hinge on DJ Uyunga Lele's. Uh, what you know, if he looks like he did Definitely. two years ago, 2020, they'll be and really good. Here's the thing: if he looks like he did last year, they'll have to struggle maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and the thing is, it, when when you're talking about way deep into November. Okay, I mean, the whole world will be different. Well, yeah, yeah. Vir- I mean, yeah, Virginia is not ranked. They could, you know, they've got Brian right. Armstrong back. They Everything's going to be different. Yeah. And, and, and so many things will happen. There'll be injuries. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's November, you know, it's a long time from now. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, the ACC picture, just broadly speaking, Miami's in the mix, right? And that's that's kind of sure. what them being 16-1 ahead of Pitt I mean, obviously, people aren't voted like every ballot's different, so people aren't like these two teams are the same and just put them next to each other. But right. like, it does kind of feel like it's going to be Miami and Pitt in the ACC coastal race. I mean, again, like you said, someone could have maybe UNC has a really good year. Maybe someone random emerges. Um, yep. Virginia, yeah. Like, like there's there's always teams that pop up, but at the start of the year, I, I think everyone kind of feels like it's Miami and Pitt in that division, and. Um, yeah, I mean that was one of the best games of the season last year too, right? Miami at Pitt. That uh, was a great game. Tyler Van Dyke right? versus Kenny Pickett. So, oh my God, they lose Kenny Pickett as you said. They've got a pretty good quarterback though. I think Ke- I like Keaton Slavos from USC, but um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it should be a fun ACC race, especially if NC State is as good as people think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And after the Bethune Cookman game, 
everybody's going to think Miami's going to win the national title. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we also mentioned that uh, scrimmage happened over the weekend. Uh, one, number one in the preseason for Miami. Obviously, they had a couple in the spring, and we saw a spring game. Right. But um, we had a lot of new players, um, particularly on the defensive line. Um, you got to talk to Mario Cristobal on Monday, as well as a couple players. Um, what, what were the what are the big and obviously, you just you know, you hear about things from the scrimmage. It's closed to the media, but opened apparently. I mean, Everyone man. else who lives in South Florida yeah, exactly. was there, we're, we're, um, we're so it wasn't away. hard to get the scoop on the some intel. of what went down. Um, what 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 stood out most to you from what you have heard about the scrimmage? Um, from what I heard, uh, the D line looks really yeah, that, good. That seems to be the biggest talking point coming out. Right, they've Even got in this camp three line. Yeah. Like, line changes, essentially. Like, basically, three lines worth of defensive linemen that they feel Amazing, good about. right? Yeah. Almost three rotation of three lines. They have all those all those transfers, mm-hmm. um, and they're all playing well. That's what the guys say. Yeah. They're all playing well. And, and Mario, I mean, um, uh, very good rotation, uh, and they just take one out, put another one in. So I think, uh, you know, that, that showed up, which really, in turn, will help the linebackers, um, which, you know, still they're not as deep at linebacker yeah. as we know. But, um, uh, yeah, and I, I, think that, I think the DBs, like the safeties we knew were going to mm-hmm. be good. Um, the, the, you know, Tyreek Stevenson is healthy. And I think he's really good. Um, so uh, and and uh, and Porter also is uh, is a good corner yeah. um, transfer. So um, the D, I think the defense is David is is improved. Period. Overall, defense is is much improved. Yeah. Well, I I. I... I think we both felt good about the secondary coming into the year because those yeah. safeties were so good down the stretch. All three of them, James Williams, Avante Williams, Fantastic. and Cam Kitchens. Yep. That is as good a safety trio as you'll find probably in the ACC. And For they're sure. all sophomores. Like they're, they, yeah. they're just going to keep getting better and better. Um, so I think we all kind of assume they're just going to improve from last year. Right. Um, the corners, I love Tyreek Stevenson. I, I think you kind of look at like PFF and like some of the like great, like he pops up yeah, like on All-American contention. Like, People are really high on him. I thought he was really good last year. Yeah, really um, good. Really physical. Yeah, big. and he's another guy. I mean, he was playing kind of linebacker at, at Georgia. So another year back at corner, he's just going to keep getting better. His body's, I'm sure, changing a little bit too. And I think Daryl Porter is a... Uh, yeah, I mean, he stood out when we like, watched practice. He we did, talked about him I last think, week, and, I think, and, right? Yeah, and today I think uh, Kevin Steele, the D coordinator, was praising him mm-hmm. during, during practice. So... So I feel good about the secondary. The question was that we all had was the front seven and linebacker. There's still some question marks there, but the yeah. defensive line, if they're as good as the buzz is right now, then that'll transform the defense because it's like I keep talking about it's the hardest position to know what they're going to look like, not just because there's so many guys here, but because there are so many new guys who like – we have not really. I mean, you could watch their UAB tape or USC tape or whatever. Like, 
But right. in person, we have not really seen Jake Lichtenstein play or Antonio Moultrie play or Akeem Mesador play. Right. You look really good. He's, in we the saw him game. in the spring game, but yeah. Moultrie, Akeem Mesador, Daryl yeah. Jackson, Mitchell uh, Agude, yeah. um, all those guys we haven't seen play a real, and even Lichtenstein because it was just a you know it was a spring yeah. game scrimmage. We've not seen those guys play a snap in a Miami jersey yet. And then there's the front, you know, Nigel Kelly, a freshman who's getting a lot of praise and seems like one of the freshmen most likely to contribute for this team this year, I think. Haven't yeah, seen him play yeah, yet. Yeah, they're calling him, I know, everybody always says freak. Freak. Freak, but they, every, all the kids are calling him a freak. Yeah, Cyrus Moss, probably too skinny to really help out this year, I would think. He might redshirt. But, you know, he was the top recruit in that class. We right. haven't seen him play a snap yet. So, you know, it's just a lot of... A lot of unknowns, um, but they feel good about the situation, clearly. Um, I mean, you just list it like... I, 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 I made like a little mock depth chart, and again, this is not going to be accurate at all, but you got Akeem Mesador on one side, Jafari Harvey on the other, Leonard Taylor, a guy whose name just has not come up a lot, but yeah. seems to be... I mean, I think he's awesome. Uh, Jared Harrison Hunt, who's you know potential NFL player, uh... In the middle, Chance Williams, Mitchell Agude, Daryl Jackson from Maryland, who's their big nose tackle, essentially. Um, Another Antonio freak. Moultrie, <laughs> Jake Lichtenstein. Um, and by the way, you didn't mention... Jordan Jeff- Miller, who missed practice yeah, today, so we don't so, know what the deal is with yeah. him, but he obviously uh, has started games. And Jafari Harvey, I think, is going to be better than people think. Yeah, they, I, they clearly think he's the guy at defensive end. I, I think he's going to be better. He's very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think he's been around for a while. He's turned into a leader. Um, I think I think they like him. He's how, how he playing first team today. How many defensive linemen do you think they can use? Because every preseason they're like, we're gonna play nine receivers and we're gonna play I, four running backs. I definitely think they could definitely play too deep. For oh, sure. easily. they'll easily play. For eight. sure. The question is, will they go to like ten? Oh. Elijah Roberts, another name we haven't mentioned. Uh, Jabari Ishmael, a big recruit, was a freshman last year. Like, I, they've got, I've got fourteen guys written down here. Is like, and some of well, them, like I, I said, Cyrus Moss probably is not going to really play. Right. So, like, some of these names I have written down are not going to play. But these are all guys who are either clearly going to play the the two deep I mentioned to start, plus Lichtenstein, right? He's and definitely Miller, play. I, Miller, I, who started games, and I then think, you got the freshman, like. I've got yeah. 14 names written down here, and like, I, think a I don't lot know who to take them, off. I think a lot of them can play, and I think they're going to. We were talking about this today, standing and watching practice, that um, I think a lot of players, and we'll talk about this later on, obviously, in the couple weeks to come, but uh, are going to see action. Well, especially uh, the in the game. first game and probably the second yeah, game, too. Yeah, I, I think they're going to start. I think Kevin Steele is going to start rotating a lot of players. They, first of all, they want to give players... Um, some experience, some young guys. I think they love to get them excited. Yeah. Get them in there because once they get them in there, they're, you know, they're they get super excited and they're invested even more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of those linemen rotating. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, so usually, I, usually I, the, the the like mo on a game against the FCS team you play every year is like you play the starters for a quarter and a half or whatever and then the second half is like alright freshmen get in walk-ons get in but like like you said a defensive line in particular like 
a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if like 12 defensive linemen play I, in the I first quarter of that game. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but I I I think he's going to play a lot of guys. Yeah. In the in the first game, second game, I I think he, I think that's what they want to do, period. I don't especially with the D-line. Um I I know like when um you know, when some some other guys have played who were first round draft picks and they didn't really have anybody else. You know, Jalen Phillips. Yeah, we talked and about that. that. Yeah. It kind of and it kind of wound up hurting them last year because it did. Those guys were the next group weren't ready. Exactly, exactly. I do think they want to get guys in. D, D linemen do get hurt. A lot of guys yeah. get hurt, but they do get roughed up a little bit. So, um, say and, and I don't know. We we have it. They all. We'll talk about the O line, I guess. Next, maybe, but yeah. Oh, I was gonna say O line or wide receiver are probably the next topics. Okay, to get into. well, I, yeah, because the there's well, wide, wide receiver is the one position well, we talk about it no. all the time. It's like the spot I feel similar to the defensive line where like I don't know, are nine guys gonna play, especially in the first two weeks of the I, season. Like, I think that's different. You this think so? My opinion, yeah. I think the D line is gonna rotate a ton of guys, yeah. And I also think well, probably, all year long, I think the defensive line will rotate. But I'm talking the first week or two of the season. Yeah, I think they're gonna play a yeah. lot of receivers, but it's also it might. I'm not sure. It might be a little more difficult to get into a mm-hmm. rhythm. Yeah. To throw a receiver out for one play or two oh, plays, yeah, yeah. and I. You got to kind of switch off series more. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, or yeah. Um, the the thing is, the receivers have not looked as good. Right. Um, again, again, they. I'm not saying they ha- have looked well. There have been a, drops. Mm-hmm. There always seem to be drops in practice. Today there weren't. Today, Thursday, August eighteenth, they they look really good because, by the way, the quarterbacks look really good today, really sharp, and um, and the quarterbacks mostly have, but in every facet, kind of of quarter of receiving play and, and throwing whatever. I think the uh, the receivers were much sharper today. They've been pretty. People are worried. The fans again. Um, who's going to step up? And, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, other than Restrepo, Mario Cristobal made that clear that he's the he's clear the guy, especially with leader. Tyler Van Dyke. Like he likes throwing to him. He's like. a clear leader, and yeah, him. I think Keyshawn Smith, even though we've seen him with a couple drops of practice, I I, I think he's a clear starter personally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think today Daryl Porter was playing with the first team kind of thing, but I Daryl Porter. He doesn't. I don't know. Well, let's see how he is. He doesn't seem that fast. Oh, Frank Ladson, you mean? I mean, yeah. Daryl Porter, Porter was covering them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Frank Ladson. Frank Ladson. Yeah. yeah. I, although they're, I think that's what I meant. Frank Ladson was playing first team today. Yes. Uh, I don't. Um, I don't know. He. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I, We've seen Michael Redding there a little bit. Um, Redding has made some really great plays. Yeah. Also, he's had some drops. Uh huh. And by um, all accounts, like the smartest guy on the team. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is he in? Ar- he was. I know he came yeah. in like he wanted to do like aerospace engineering. Aerospace I don't engineering. know if he was able. It's hard to balance that obviously with football, but um, you know they got him. And then obviously the friend, like the guys who were freshmen last year, Ramel yeah, Brinson. Yeah, some of them. Uh, yeah, Brinson is. I think Jake Garcia loves Brinson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the. I mean, we. I think we talked about it last week. He's we like did. the spectacular catch guy. Right. Um. Rashard Smith is going to contribute in some manner, I'm sure. And Jacoby oh, George. Me too. 
And Jacoby George came on at the end of last year strong, too. So they've got seven guys at wide receiver who you could feasibly see contributing. Um, those three freshmen, Restrepo, Keyshawn Smith, Redding, Ladson. But, yeah, yeah beyond – it's the same – we've talked about this same a million times. For it's years. the same, same situation – well, it's the same situation they had with defensive end going from two years ago to last year where – Jalen Phillips and Quincy Roche played so many snaps that the next group wasn't – there was no obvious yeah, next same star. Yeah, last year. And then last year, wide receiver. Mike Harley. Mike Harley and um, Charleston Rambo. Charleston Rambo, right. Clear. Were so good that yeah, the younger guys didn't have to do as much. And now someone's got to step up at some point. Restrepo is going to be one of them. But you need more than one wide receiver. I mean, Will, Ma- will Mallory will help too because he's – one of the best tight ends in the country, but yeah, it, it's a it's a tricky situation for that group. I think, yeah, and I think we've said this, Elijah Arroyo, I think Will Mallory and Elijah, I think they're going to play a lot of two tight end sets. Yeah, definitely. So uh, that'll be that'll be kind of cool. But I, yeah, I think wide wide receiver Isaiah Horton also dinged up. We should say. Oh, Isaiah Horton supposedly doesn't we, sound like it's going to be long term. But yeah, Mario said he'd be back in three or four sessions after the scrimmage, and we, we're like four out now. So yeah, we'll who, but back. I don't think that was major. Whatever it is, uh, uh, did we talk about Trevante Citizen? No, that's that's I guess is the biggest piece of news to come out of the scrimmage is Trevante Citizen, uh, freshman running back. Uh, Done for this? Do they officially say done for the season? Sounds no. like done for the season. No, so, I think he is. Um, had an injury in the scrimmage, um, and he was a guy who's pushing for playing time as just as a big time recruit, um, all American in high school, uh, who was like had the yeah, right. Sometimes, a, sometimes running backs come in and they're like they need to bulk up a little bit. He looked the part. He did um, a really intense. Uh, really, he was the big surprise on signing day. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "Wow, that guy, Trevante Citizen, chose yeah. UM." Um, so over what LSU? Yeah, LSU, I think. And He's Florida, from Louisiana. and Florida, Florida was right? in there. Yeah, so that's a bummer. Um, honestly, I think it sucks worse for him than it does for yeah, Miami, it does. right? I, because it does. Like, Miami at running back, they've got four other guys. You're very hard to play five running backs. Um, they're yeah, they're playing that. Franklin more. Yeah, Thad Franklin has looked like he's really risen this year. Um, And he's kind of similar to Citizen, where I think those are the two, like, power guys in the room, Uh just based on their size. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, But for Citizen, I mean, obviously, an injury always sucks. But as a freshman, when you think you're going to maybe be able to fight for playing time. um, He was definitely going to contribute, even even on special teams. Right, if it was special teams. Yeah, he was... They, they've got, they've got. He's a low, he was low enough down on the depth chart where it's not a killer for Miami, but it hurts anytime you lose guy and running right. backs get hurt. We're already one injury yeah. running back, so probably yeah. another one at some point. They always get um, hurt. So, but yeah, it's a, a real bummer for him. Obviously, uh, you want to talk about the offensive line? Uh, we can talk about the offensive line. Sure. I I think the offensive line supposedly was. Look pretty good at the scrimmage. I know the defense was more dominant, but mm-hmm. I think uh, we know Zion Zion Nelson is still rehabbing from yep. his knee getting scoped. Really, don't expect him to play week one at this point. I, I, I mean, the game is two weeks from Saturday, right? And say it's Thursday. The game's two weeks from Saturday, and he has not been out there practicing, as far as we know. Okay, yeah. I, I don't think he's been out there. He had, he didn't stretch at all or whatever. Um, and I don't. I'm not saying he should be out there practicing. He, 
you know, he had a surgery mm-hmm. after July, some t- a few days after July 4th, and, um, you know, he's a, like a big body, and they're, when they're out there practicing, it's a different kind of, in the heat and yeah. whatever, it's a dip, you get in shape in a different way. Yeah. Than rehabbing or whatever the heck he's doing. And again, like Lifting. like we said, they they open with Bethune Cookman. Week two they play yeah. Southern Miss. Then they play and, Texas A and M. And offensive like, line, you've got it. You're working with yeah. your your unit. You're I don't working. think they. I if I'm them, I'm not. I'm not planning to play him against Bethune Cookman like at all. Why like, even take a chance? Yeah. I Maybe Southern Miss. I, you want to get him in so he has some. If yeah. You, if you want him to play against a, if he's gonna be ready to play against A and M. You would like him to I not agree. get thrown right into the fire yeah, against uh, the number six be, team in the country, but he need. I mean, he needs to to be practiced. Not. I'm not saying he needs now. They know. You yeah, know, they've got like you said, two, three weeks to really yeah, have to worry but about he it. Need, he two, not not even three. Three, if you want to get if three, if you're saying oh, you're right, you're Southern right. Miss, yeah. right. He needs to eventually. I think he needs like a week of practice. Yeah, at least a week. Yeah, so um, I I can't see it, and so now we've got John Campbell, um, who's left playing tackle. left tackle, and he's a he's a fifth year player, uh-huh. um, fifth year redshirt junior or something yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, fifth year redshirt junior, and he has started several games in his career. Um, I think he played guard tackle. a little bit at one point, didn't one, he? He started one game, I think, at guard. He's I think it maybe one game at. Right no, he tackle. started at right tackle, left tackle. He's, you know, he really wants that. Uh, he he wants to play left tackle. Yeah, he's, he's a team guy, but the guy has paid, paid his, dues. his dues. I was going to say the like I was going to use the exact same phrasing there. That's a cliche. Okay, but but he he got injured right before. I mean, what talk about bummers? Right before fall camp opened last, last year. year. Right yeah. before. When he would have maybe been a starting right tackle, potentially. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, I guess I, mean, I don't Williams. know for sure. Well, yeah. I don't they know. rotated a lot of guys in. At this, remember, they were really tinkering with that offensive line for a lot of the start of last year. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were. But but now he's uh, he's playing left. He's cemented in for now at left tackle. And, you know, he, he said that... Um, he said that he wa- that's where he wants to play. He said that he, he's battling to play. And somebody asked him what happens if Zion comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what have coaches told you what that means for you? And, and he said, I'm playing my heart out right now. Yeah. And he said, I'm doing what I have to do for me to be a number one starter, to be a one. Yeah. To be a one, which is a starter. Um, yeah, it was interesting. It was like kind of the underlying tone of the... Uh, yeah, whole he, interview session today well, was like we all know like if Zion comes back he's going to be he, left tackled like yeah and then he and, the, and exactly. what happens to John Campbell it's it's the the big question I think right now uh, well I, and I think we don't know. what do you th- we don't know but I would assume if John Campbell is playing well in practice I, well he could be Zion Zion could come back and not be in shape to play right whatever and then John rotates in John Campbell at left tackle. It could be like that eventually, or John starts uh, right in tackle. the beginning, or John starts oh, at yeah, left, yeah. right? Because he's been playing more, and then and then they put Zion in and see how he does. Otherwise, I think when Zion is healthy enough, if he's as good as they say he is, Zion's at left tackle for sure, and then 
John Campbell moves, I think, right to tackle, right tackle. And DJ, DJ Scape goes from right tackle to right guard. Exactly. And, and then, Justice Oluwashone goes to the bench. Yes, because, yeah, because Jalen Rivers is, is the left, left guard. guard. But I think Oluwashone then is the sixth man. Yeah, basically, because he's played uh, some tackle. Yeah, um, he plays. He's played tackle guard, and he's. Yeah, I think uh, he's a definite number six if they, if Campbell moves to right tackle. So um, the thing is, Mirabal is probably really smart what he's doing as far as the music. Yeah, they're thing. thinking about this, obviously. Yeah, like, they are. Um, but it's a, it's you know, it's a, a tough situation I think for John to be in where. I mean, he every time we're out there, he's playing left tackle, right? Every time he's playing left tackle. We I don't think right. I've seen him at right tackle. I asked him. He said he's played some right tackle. But not it's too a, much. It's a tough <laughs> situation because, like, all of a sudden, Zion Nelson yeah, presumably is going to come back. And then it's like, John, he's been, he's been doing all this yeah, at left tackle. Uh, yeah. what, what happens then? But, so. but the cool thing is, you know, that... In a way, yeah, it's very tough, but in a way, it's good because he's going to get in there if he yeah. wants to prove himself. I don't think I think Zion with the knee, they're they're going to want to be careful about Definitely. him also. And they could put in. Remember that Alabama game? Who they put in? Oluwashan. I think they put in Oluwashan. Yeah, like I think they put him in a tackle. A right tackle. DJ Scaife started that game at right tackle and really struggled. Yeah, I mean, they I, moved to guard and had a great year at guard. He had a really good year. He played the one game right at tackle. I think, uh, I think that Mirabal and Cristobal both being really offensive line coaches, they're going to be smart enough to know. I think they're they're going to see fairly fast if somebody's struggling. Boy, you could tell on the offensive line pretty fast yeah. when somebody's struggling, right? Yeah. So. Um, well, yeah. especially a tackle I, when you're out on an island and yeah. going one on one against guys. Yeah, um, definitely. So yeah, I, I I think we'll have a like if if Zion's back next week, right? Then it change. Yeah, you know, then it's a lot of time to tinker with it. If right. it if he's if it goes into that last week right before the season starts, then then it becomes I think a trickier situation to to manage. But like I said, they're obviously thinking about this. But this is yeah. what they're thinking. They're thinking this is a tricky situation. Yeah. We pretty much. I. I. What about linebackers? I. I did do yeah. a story on Caleb Johnson. Oh yeah. I. The best thing about Caleb Johnson was, <laughs> he said. He said that. Uh, that UM was a better. He transferred because, UM was a better program. No offense to UCLA. <laughs> uh, he said ultimately, I just wanted a better opportunity, and I believe a better program. No offense to UCLA. So that UCLA is like what. Offense. Yeah, yeah. Offense exactly. taken. Right. He said, I just saw a bigger platform and better coaching. How would you like to be? So there you go. I mean, uh, no. He's supposed to be really good, too. Yeah. So we haven't, you know, we haven't really seen what he can do. And I think linebackers Wade, Wade are really is, hard to watch in practice. Yeah, like, hard, difficult. Hard to figure out. I agree. And, we, and they're also further away from us. Uh-huh. They're far but even in like when we got to see eleven on eleven stuff, like yeah, you don't get to tough. see a lot with the linebackers. I think Wayman Steed and, uh, and Corey, Flag. Corey Flag are going to get a lot of playing time at least yeah. in the beginning. Or well, then they're going to they don't have that many. Yeah, they've got I five think, guys pretty much. It feels like right: Steed, Flag, Caleb Johnson, um, Keontra Smith, um, and 
thought Chase Smith um, was playing. Oh yeah, today Chase too. Smith. Sorry, six. Yeah, Chase well, Smith and Wesley Bissane. And Wesley. Oh, I think Wesley's going to be really good. By yeah. the way, David, I think really good. Um. Yeah. So I'm looking at the all the other guys. Um, but, I think uh, the one person we've not talked about from the scrimmage is Tyler Van Dyke. Because it's oh, yeah. not that interesting to talk about Tyler Van Dyke. He's good. He's really good. I, <laughs> I heard that he was uh, really good in the scrimmage, you know? Uh-huh. So, um, I don't know about the... Like I said, there were some picks, but I don't, I don't know who threw the picks. I, um, all I know is the quarterbacks are looking good, really good in practice, and Tyler is looking excellent. Um, and he's very serious, very focused. Um, so, uh, hopefully that the receivers will pick it up Yeah, and he'll have some blocking because I think the offensive line is definitely going to be improved. Yes. They're going to run the ball a lot more too this year, which will help. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Like last year, Miami, like Tyler Van Dyke had two really good receivers to throw to. And obviously he was excellent also, but this is going to be a situation this year where Last year, he, he didn't really have to elevate those receivers, right? Like, they were good. Although, right. when he got in, they, they took it up a notch. Um, but this year, he's going to have to be the guy who elevates the guys around him, I think, a little bit more. Whereas last year, by the end of the year, he was obviously comfortable doing that kind of thing. But early on, he was he had a really good supporting cast around him on offense. And an offensive coordinator who's very passer-friendly with Rhett Lashley. Right. And, and it'll be different this year with Josh Gaddis who obviously won the Broyles Award last year, is the best offensive coordinator in the country, um, but a very different, more pro-style type system that, that's not as easy on a, a quarterback, I don't think. Great. I think he's going to throw it a million times to Xavier Rochepo. Yeah, Rochepo. Xavier Rochepo will lead the team in catches. I feel pretty yeah, confident about that. I, I do, too. All right, um, I think we can wrap things up there unless you got anything else. Any? Well, we have a, a second scrimmage coming Yeah, second Saturday. scrimmage coming Saturday. And, and, of course, we'll get... I wonder if they'll try to lock it down a little bit more. We'll see. I don't I don't think so. It's like we're not invited, but... But like, everyone else in yeah, other South Florida is allowed. Whatever, High school and coaches. coaches. And so, you know. But, uh, and Mario didn't... <laughs> I think it was a record. He didn't name one player. He didn't name one player. We're all like, is that right? He didn't even say anybody's name. So I think that's going to be part two on Saturday. Uh, But we'll see what he says Saturday and take it from there as we get closer to Bethune-Cookman. Yeah, we'll be getting pretty close to the start of the season by the time we record next week. So We will. um, And then the week after that, we will preview the opener. So we're we're, we're getting... can't really close. It. Wow. Um, anyway, um, thanks as always for listening. Um, Thank you. You everybody. can follow Susan on Twitter at s miller degnan. Um, she's got your constant Hurricanes coverage uh, in the Miami Herald print edition and at miamiherald.com. You can follow me on Twitter at dbwilson2. I'm also out of practice pretty frequently. Um, yeah. And if I'm not, I'm out at a high school practice talking about recruiting. And you can follow me. And all my uh, recruiting and hurricane stuff. Great story uh, on IMG. Yeah, you can check that oh, out man. in the Great Sunday story. paper. Talking with those kids. Three of the four uh, IMG kids who were committed to Miami. The fourth was Pretty cool. sick that day. So he was not <laughs> at practice. He had strep throat. So get well oh. soon, Riley Williams. <laughs> I hope you didn't talk to anybody that was close to him. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't ask that kind of question. But I feel fine. So... Um, 
we'll That's finish good. we'll finish things there. Uh, thanks as always for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.